today on Transforming Lives. You need to understand, though, is that as a believer, there are things that you have to do to overcome the, 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 the lies and the deception and the schemes of the devil. Amen? You can't continue to think negatively and expect to have the victory. You can't continue to think about the defeat. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Amen. Open your Bibles, please, to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 6. Let's stand and let's read it together. At the count of two, we all read together. One, two. We are human, but we don't wage war with human planes and metals. We use God's mighty weapons, not mere worldly weapons, to knock down the devil's stronghold. We use these weapons to break down every pride argument that keeps people from knowing God. These weapons we conquer their rebellious ideas, and we teach them to obey Christ. We will punish those who remain disobedient after the rest of you have become loyal and obedient. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Holy Spirit, minister to us and through us. We encourage, we pray that you will encourage and challenge your people. Give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. We thank you, Lord, because you are a good God. You are a faithful God. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us the victory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. In the King James Version, the Bible says, uh, uh, um, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that's the same word, fleshly or humanly, Amen. But they are mighty true God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. Amen. Last week we started to teach on the triumphant Christ. And um, we, we said to you concerning the triumphant Christ that there are three things that we wanted to share with you three basic principles. Number one, we said that um, uh, uh, redemption has already been paid for. Amen. When Jesus came and died on the cross, he paid the full price of our redemption. The second thing we said to you concerning the triumphant Christ is that the battle has already been won. We have the victory. God has already given us the victory. There are three other things that we want to to share with you today and one of them is that because we have the victory we now need to use uh, um, the tools that God has given us through prayer and evangelism to get the, the gospel out 
to let people know that Jesus is Lord. We also need to begin to think and to make sure that our minds are programmed with God's thoughts. Amen. And we need to, last but not the least, understand the power of the gospel. You see, the Bible tells us that it is the gospel that will transform people. Amen. And if we will, will understand, we know that, that, that what God, Jesus accomplished for us on the cross, and we begin to act on those things, and begin to trust God, we will experience victory. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Now, they, they, we, we, we share with you that one of the things that Paul challenged uh, um, the believers, especially his son Timothy, was to fight the good fight of faith. Amen. Because the battle has already been won, he said to, to Timothy, fight the good fight, and we told you last week that to fight the good fight that means that you are going to win because if a fight is good, you can't lose. Amen? And so we, we need to, to, to know that, 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 that God has already fixed the fight. You are a winner. You cannot lose. No matter what you go through, you will win. That's why God said in Romans, uh, Paul said in Romans um, chapter 8, verse 28, that God causes all things to work together for our good. Amen. And for, for, for us to experience his good pleasure. All things work together for the good of those who love God and, and, and those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Now, to fight the good fight means to identify with Jesus in his triumphant uh, 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 um, in his triumphant state amen to identify with Jesus um, in his victory to identify with Jesus in accomplishing all that Jesus accomplished for us on the cross you see as believers we do not have to struggle with the enemy as if the battle has not been won all we need to do is to to take our position, knowing that the devil has is already a defeated foe. We need to take our position of trust. We need to trust him. We need to be bold. We need to be steadfast. We need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has made a way for our victory. And because he has made a way for our victory, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we will win. Amen. That's what to, 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 uh, 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 fighting the good fight of faith means. Amen. The, the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Be of good courage, little children, because you have overcome them. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one, Jesus Christ himself, is on the inside of us by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is greater than the devil in the world. And we need to know that. Amen? And when we know that, we can stand firm and believe and trust and know that God is able to do what he says he will do. Say hallelujah. Now, one of the things I want to let you know concerning this whole idea of spiritual warfare, and we said to you concerning the, the concept of spiritual warfare is that you need to pull down the strongholds. But you need to understand, though, is that as a believer, there are things that you have to do to overcome the, 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 the lies and the deception and the schemes of the devil. 
Amen. You can't continue to think negatively and expect to have the victory. You can't continue to think about the defeat and what the devil is saying to you and, experience to ex and expect to experience the victory in Christ. You need to line your mind and your thoughts and your heart with what God's word says. Amen. Say hallelujah. Amen. You need to overcome weaknesses and temptations that the devil will place in your way. The temptation to, to, to think negatively, the temptation to fear, the temptation to, 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 to speak doubt and unbelief. You need to overcome those things. Amen. And the way you overcome it is by getting in the word, saturating your heart with the word of God, and declaring what God says in his word. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You, you, you can't say, oh, well, uh, I, I want to experience the victory, and then all day long you are speaking doubt and unbelief. All day long you are saying how bad things are. All day long you are complaining how poor you, you are, how you would not mount up for anything. You can't experience victory if you're talking like that. Or you're complaining about sickness and disease, how the flu is coming, and all these things that's going to happen to you, how you, you, you will not survive, how things are so bad. You can't continue to speak death over yourself and over your life and over your family and expect to walk in victory. When you begin to do those things and speak death, you are right in the lane of the devil. Because that's all he wants you to do. Say hallelujah. Now, notice what Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. He said, bringing in, he said, cast down imaginations and every high thing or thoughts that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Say, bringing into captivity. Say, bringing into captivity. Amen. That means what the Bible is saying that whatever thought that comes to your mind, amen, instead of verbalizing it first, you need to pass it through the litmus test of God's Word. Amen. You need to pass it through the microscope of God's Word. Amen. And I, I shared with you here last week, I said that, that when the devil tells you or when a thought comes to your mind and says that you will die, you need to pass it through the liberal test of the word of God because the word says, I will live and not die and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. So you need to give the word. That's how Jesus overcame the devil because he spoke the word. When the devil said to him, cast yourself down, he said, God shall not tempt the Lord. When the devil said, change stones into bread, he said, man shall not live by bread alone. What did he do? He put the, the word of God against the lies and the deceptions of the enemy and because they were not working, he was able to overcome. That's how we overcome. Amen. Say hallelujah. Now, we need to know that God's words are God's thoughts. And God's thoughts are good thoughts. And that's how, those are the thoughts that God wants us to take. Amen? Uh, so so the, the, the third principle concerning uh, 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 um, the triumph from Christ is to begin to think like God thinks. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. You need to think like God thinks. That means if you feel discouraged and you feel down, 
and you feel that, 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 that things are not going to work out for you, you need to, just like David, speak to yourself and say, why are you downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. Amen? You need to begin to let yourself know that God is working in your behalf. The Bible says that God has you. He has provided for your every need. Amen? So when you find yourself learning into that place of complaining, complaining and murmuring, amen, and, and thinking about how bad, how big the situation is, and how, how worse it is getting, you need to begin to look at your God and know that the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. Amen. Amen. Just like God said to Jehoshaphat, he said, you don't need to fight in this battle. You see, that because Jesus has already won the battle, you don't need to fight in the battle. All you need to do is to stand. Now, think about it. When God was speaking to Jehoshaphat, that was in the Old Testament. Jesus had not died. Jesus had not uh, been risen from the dead. And Jesus had not won and uh, paid the price for redemption. But God was giving Jehoshaphat a type. Amen? He was giving Jehoshaphat a type of how we as believers in this dispensation with Jesus Christ, how we need to operate. And what did he say to Jehoshaphat? He said, you don't need to fight in this battle. Amen? He said, tomorrow go. Go before them. And I, God, will fight for you. Amen? Now, why did God tell Jehoshaphat to go? If, if, if God was going to fight, he could have just said, Jehoshaphat, just say it. But he said, go. I will fight for you. What God wanted to do is to partner with Jehoshaphat in order for him to bring the victory. So Jehoshaphat going uh, on the battlefield symbolizes that God was working through Jehoshaphat. You see, God is a spirit. Amen. And God needs human vessels to work through. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, when Jehoshaphat got up that morning, what the Bible tells us? The Bible says he consulted with the prophets and the, and the priests and, and his people. And he said, God said, we do not need to fight. What should we do? And then he said, take the praise, praise uh, 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 in front. Go and praise the, uh, the, the Lord. And then when he said, Jehoshaphat said in Second Chronicles, he said, uh, uh, believe the word of the Lord and you will prosper. Say so believe, believe the word of the Lord, and you will prosper. And then he went one step further. He said, believe his prophets, and you shall be established. Now, the word of God is good for you. You are able to go into the Bible and take the word of God and believe the word of God. And just like God said to Joshua, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. But if you believe it, you shall prosper in every way. When you believe this word, you will prosper. But they, excuse me. But there are times that God moves on the hearts of his servants. And to speak a word to you like I'm speaking a word to you right now. God moves on his hands of his servants to give you a right now word, to give you a seasonal word, to give you a word for your now, to give you a word that will take you forward, a word that will catapult you to the place that you need to be. That word, God says, if you believe my word coming
coming out of the mouth of my prophet, you shall be established. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. You need to think about God. Think like the way God thinks. Amen. Think the way God thinks. Amen. Don't just allow your mind to just wonder. My mom used to say, and I, 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 I keep using the, my, my mom, different things, because I grew up with my mom. We had a single mom. Amen. And she taught us most of the time. But she used to say, the, 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 the devil can put thoughts in your mind. It's like birds sitting, coming over your head. But birds can fly over your head, but you don't allow the birds to make a nest on your head. Hello? How many of you going around allowing birds to make a nest on your head? Physically, you don't do that. But spiritually, a lot of us do that. Hello? Spiritually, we, we get thoughts. It's not in line with the Word of God, but we allow that thought to be molded upon over and over and over and over until it becomes a stronghold. Cast it down. Cast down those thoughts. Take the word of God. Believe the word of God. Ponder on the word of God. Rejoice over the word of God. Speak the word of God. Declare the word of God. And I said to you here before, say it until you believe it. Just open the Bible and just pray it. Amen. Sometimes when you are going through a difficult situation, all you need to do is to just find a word. And open that word and just speak to it. That's what David said. David was going through a difficult situation and he was finding himself and being sorry for himself when his son Absalom decided to, to overthrow him. And then he said to himself, Why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. We need to speak to our souls. Yes. Speak to our minds. Yes. Speak to our hearts. Yes. Speak to the things around us. And say, wake up. Yes. Amen. Why are you downcast? Do you think God and the devil can get in a match and the devil will win? You think he will even pass around? <laughs> I said to you last week, um, the Bible says when Jesus was, was talking about the devil, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. He said lightning. Lightning. Now, many of you have seen lightning, right? That means as soon as he thought about rebelling, he was out. Yes. <laughs> you know, with God, there's no time, right? Yes. Now, lightning is so fast for us, right? Yes. But can you imagine for God? So there was, he said, and, 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 and guess who, 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 who fought Satan? It was not God. It was Michael. Hello? Yes. It was Michael. The only reason why the devil is still around is because man gave him power. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's why. He, 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 he deceived Adam and Eve and he, uh, uh, by trickery, took the power so that he become, became the God of this world. That's the only reason. But God said, the seed of the woman will bruise his head. And Jesus has already done that. But there is coming a day when Satan himself and all his demons will be bound and put in the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Lord. That's his future. Amen. So believe the word. Say believe the word. Say believe the word. Look at, look at what God said to Joshua. In, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This is a good scripture that you need to meditate upon. He said, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. 
but you shall meditate in, upon it day and night. Say day and night. Day and night. And you shall observe to do everything that is written in it. Then you shall make your ways prosper, and then you shall have good success. Amen. God was saying to Joshua, "Done." Now, when God was speaking to Joshua, the books that God was talking about was the first five books of Moses. Because those were the only books of the law that he was talking about. Amen. And he was telling Joshua, meditate upon these. Amen. And you will be prospered. Now, God, this word is still applicable to us. Now we have the full volume of 66 books. Amen. The completed word with Jesus completing salvation. Amen. And we are in the dispensation of grace where Jesus came and paid the price for sin. And so God is saying to us now, don't allow this book of the law to depart out of your mouth. Say amen. amen. Don't allow it to depart. That means you need to take it and meditate upon it. Everything you go through in life is in the word. In fact, Solomon said it this way. There is nothing new under the sun. Everything you think about is in the Word. Every problem you have ever gone through or you will ever go through, other people have gone through it. It just comes in different, sophisticated way. And maybe it flowed through the internet or cyberspace, but before they were walking. Hello? Then they started to fly, now it's coming through the internet. But it's the same problem. Amen? And God was able to help people. To deliver. Look at what Paul said in Hebrews chapter 12. He said, Wherefore, lift up your hands which hang down. I like this. Paul is saying to the Hebrews chapter 12, beginning at verse 12, he is saying to the, the, to, to the Hebrew Christian, he said, Lift up your head, hands that hang down, and your feeble knees, and make straight path for your feet, lest you be lean and turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all people and holiness without which no one can see God. Looking diligently, lest anyone fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up trouble and therefore defy you. In essence, what Paul is saying, instead of hanging down and grouping and complaining, he said, lift up your hands. He said, lift up your feeble needs. Amen. Stand up. Make a good path for yourself. Why? Put away bitterness. Put away pride. Put away these things. You see, when you begin to think that God is not helping you, all of a sudden you start to get bitter and angry. When you are going through difficulty and you feel that people owe you something and you can't get what you need to get, and because you're thinking that something needed to happen you, and you're not focusing on the word of God, you begin to get bitter. Hello? Paul said, no. That's not God. Think about how good God is. I heard somebody said it this way. He said, when we go through difficulties in our lives, it's just a small season in our life. Think about it right now. You may be going through a season in your life. Yes. Right? Yes. It's difficult. It's hard. Amen? But what we do is that we focus on that particular problem as if that is your whole life. No, it's just a small part. What about the time that God bless you? 
What about the time that God opened doors for you, gave you a good job, provided a home for you, bless your children, minister to you, heal your body? What about all those times? That's why the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Amen. Because of our testimony, we need to remember those times that God been faithful. Yes. I like what David said in Psalm 103. He said, I will bless the Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Amen? You see, sometimes we need to remind ourselves of our benefits. Remember now, the devil's plan is to trick you. It's to lie to you. It's to deceive you so that you begin to speak doubt and unbelief and negative thoughts in order for you to be overcome. But you need to say to yourself, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen? Bless him. Amen? Trust him. Uh, uh, be like Job. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Amen. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. Mm -hmm.